And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Come loud. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. Their high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day save thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. <sighs> Let us see if I still have the power to do this. I call upon these servants of the light, aids and spirits, to guide me forth. That of Massius the Red, Venna Diaphist of the Emerald Shield, Terathil of Ilgevance, bringer of the Light of Tear. Join me in my hour of need and help me banish the dark forth. Ah. <sighs> How I miss them so. Hey Dungeoneers, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Strahdcast. If you've been enjoying what we do on any of the podcasting platforms, be sure to leave us a review. It really helps us out and gives us advantage on our wisdom saving throws against the almighty algorithm. Thanks Dungeoneers. And now, a quick shout out. We are live streaming a Call of Cthulhu mini campaign on Twitch, Madness and Mercy. This one features Kay in the big chair as the keeper of arcane lore. The VOD of the first episode is up on our Twitch and YouTube now if you missed it, and you can catch us live again on Wednesday 6 p.m. Eastern Time on our Twitch channel, Critical Fail DM. Come join our band of plucky adventurers as we navigate a 1920 small-town America teeming with eldritch horror. It's a spooky good time. Thanks, and enjoy the Stratcast. When last we left our heroes, back at the Blue Water, the party had an emotional conversation with Erwin and Danica, in which they learned the origins of the Mardikov's eldest son, Dimitri. Gaining insight into his whereabouts from Danica, the party agreed to find the wayward Mardikov and recover the gem he stole ten years ago. Later that night, unsatisfied with how the conversation with Lady Walker ended, Callister decided to do a sneak, aided by the magics of Drogar and Winnie. Peering into the Walker master bedroom, the party learned the dark truth behind Lady Walker's loyalty to Strahd, and Kaz even had a tense run-in with the Count himself. With new information gained and new quests unlocked, where will the party head next? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia.
I was oh, rich. Shit. <laughs> Jergar, Successful scout. Jurgar bounces around the corner and goes. Oh, what's happened? (laughs) And we call it there. (laughs) See, aren't you glad I did a little scrabble, scrabble, sneaky, sneak, peeky, peek? Holy ball sack stick. (laughs) I was so tempted to just go. Do you, well, what do we, do we want to keep going? I'm going. going. I keep going. I was so tempted to just go. Tyler? Yeah, you don't have a tomorrow. I was so. I was. I was so. She's like, let's do it. Doesn't matter. Can we take a five? Okay. Oh, we're not even ten yet. Okay. I was. I was so tempted. Does anybody need water? Does anybody need? I would love. I'll take a water. Are you sure? Everyone? Absolutely. All right. Okay. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you just how tempted I was to lie on the ground and just go. Candy ground for Lady Walker. I'm so mad at how much I like Stride. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm kind of into the fact that Kaz and Stride have a little. We have this like <laughs> Thursday. Stride comes in my collection. We have such this like this. We have we're in Kaz, 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 Kaz. What am I going to do with you? <laughs> just goddamn, bend me over. That's what you're gonna do. With me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just I'm in this confusing nebulous right, thing with Stride with this. <laughs> Vampire! You tell me what this email means. <laughs> hey, Kaz. Let's go visit Irina and get wasted, lol. Paint <laughs> 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 me, like, me like one of your Peruvian girls. I made an exact replica of Ravenloft out of Lego. (laughs) (laughs) Can I like can I like retcon in as Stride's walking away like if I knew better, I'd think you were flirting with me. What would he say? What would he say? I wanna know what he would say. Do you wanna say that? (laughs) No. Shipping! Shipping! Debate me, Howard. (laughs) Alright, alright. What would you like to do? Yikes <laughs> in the yard. Um, uh, me watching my fam- me watching through my familiar. Does it seem safe enough for me to exit? Or what's happening in the room? That's the question. In the room, mm-hmm. it is becomes silent. Lady Walker is just laid down next to the figure under the bed sheet, and it's not moving anymore. Okay. Um, She's crying herself. I am. Jesus. I am going to. I'm going to take this as a cue that it's safe enough for me to at least exit my warding and I'm going to come back to myself and I'm going to give my falcon the I'm going to ask my falcon when the coast is clear to discreetly leave the windowsill he haunches himself Words down heart. and kicks off the windowsill and <laughs> circles back up around the house okay great and then with that I am going to find make my way back to the party Discreetly climbing down the building. You do so. You, uh, the rest of you, Hellstrom joins you at, again at the base of the building. Hellstrom, what did you see? White whiskers. 
Kaz is still flying right now, just like... Kaz! You lost Kaz! Kaz! And Stroger's already around the corner going, Kaz! I'm over here. Kaz! Get over here now! Okay. He gets up and flies over. What are you doing? I tripped. You tripped! I tripped. Stroger looks over at Kaz and goes, She tripped. She tripped. <laughs> we gotta go. Oh my god. Let's do this. Let's this conversation on the road. Into the bushes. No. <laughs> so we all run into the bushes. You leave the house. Where are you, are you back to the blue water? Back to the blue water. Right, oh my go back god. To the blue water. You make your way up to your room. Okay. Now we're back in the room, and then you tell us. Okay. And so. stripped. <laughs> and so we're back in the room. We're back in the room, and um. Callister goes, oh, it's fucking town. Every time I don't want to like someone, I always find out something new about it. Pretty In the room, I saw three figures. One under shaped. The other lady walked in. And I don't know if y'all know this or not, but Strahd was in the house. What? Strahd! I, I did know that, actually. You knew that? Yeah. Oh! Well, when I tripped, he walked out. What? <laughs> we, we had a very brief conversation. What? <laughs> Drogar literally face palms. <laughs> I, I told him that I had a message for Lady Walker. I think he believed me. What was the message? <laughs> He didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. I didn't think that far ahead yet. What did he say to you? He he said that if I was going to be a peeping Tom, that I should... What did he say? That I should... <laughs> if you are going to be a peeping Tom. <laughs> has a memory. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. We need, yeah. the, we need the retcon. Because the message was, do something about your steps. Why? Because you tripped. <laughs> right, right. So, right. so, so what, what did he say? Well... Well, he's... Okay, so... We heard the door turn, and we were all hiding on either side of the door, so we, we got up and tried to run, and I tripped, and the door opened, and out walked Strahd! Whoa! whoa. And... <laughs> <laughs> so he said, What are you doing? And I said, I have a message for Lady Walker, but she should really have her steps looked at, because I slipped on the steps and fell, and, and they're a safety hazard. And and then and then he said, <laughs> "You are going to be a peeping tom. There are many more delights to spy within my castle. You I should come see them." I wasn't really sure what that meant, but it sounded like he wanted us to come to the castle, and I was really embarrassed. And now I've had to relive that moment several times for all of you. So I would really appreciate it if we could just move on. <laughs> oh, light preserve me. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. <clears throat> Callus is like getting a little flustered. He's like, because he's like, Strahd's trying to get them yams, but he doesn't say it. But he Let me get it. them yams. He doesn't say it, but Callus is pretty flustered. And when he goes back, he goes, Try to get them yams. Anyway, anyway, what I saw, Winnie, I think you're right. Well, you. I didn't even have any yams. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> oh, no. Light preserve me and you, Let's go. Was it true? A 
about the husband? So, what it appears is Lady Lockton is doing everything she's doing to dethrone the Baron to get, so she could run the city and then in turn the city be Strahd's. She's just a she's just a puppet. But she's doing all this because Strahd promises to bring her dead husband back. It's some weird, twisted, convoluted love bullshit. Some weird, icky stuff fell out of Strahd's hands and fell on the body. And then she got in bed with the icky stuff in the... It was real gross. And I watched it all because I didn't want to move my familiar because I might make some noise and I might get caught. But it was really gross. And I watched it all and I felt like I should DM, can I make an insight check as to the black icor that came out of the hands that he's talking about? Yeah, make an icon. That is a 22. The method uh, you are unfamiliar with, but it certainly sounds awful lot like gentle repose. Oh. Ah. Gentle repose, is that gross? Well, Drugger. like I said, the method he's yeah. not familiar with, but it, the, using context clues, is it seems like he was preserving the body. Drogar looks at Drogar looks at Callister and goes, Wait. These methods are unorthodox, but the body is already dead. Strahd is simply manipulating Lady Wacht. Do you remember, Callister, the spell that we are working on? Uh, yeah, I've been studying it for hours, spare the nine. Right. There is one similar to it. But it does not bring life back into the body. It keeps it preserved. It keeps it in a state and that it is sacred. It is known as a gentle repose, if you will. So the body is dead. This spell just keeps the body from rotting? It also keeps it. If Strahd has the power, I think he does, almost lifelike. Does the soul stay in the body? Absolutely not. Oh, so there's no hope for the husband. No, gentle repose, it keeps the soul in place. Oh, sorry, it keeps the soul in place. Yeah, so a body under the effects of gentle repose can't become undead. Right. And it also keeps it, it extends the duration from which you can cast spells like Raise Dead or Remove right, on right. the body. So you think, so Strahd... It simply allows the body not to He's be... just keeping him alive-ish. And if, and if Lady Wachter carries out this plot and she takes over the city, he's going to bring the husband back or something. Simply put, we're Strahd to cease his gentle repose. The body would... Right, but I think when he's right, I think the promise is yeah, Strahd will bring, bring her back. love back. Yes. He's going to bring him back for real. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if Strahd could do it. Also... Perhaps, but, but let me say that the upper hand that Strahd holds here is that he is preventing the body from becoming undead. But also... The boys said that that this guy died like when they were kids, which means that she's been working with Strahd for years and years. And And she's been lying down with that body for years and years. Years and years. years. A really, really sad (sighs) lady who will do anything. That poor woman. I feel pretty bad for walking on her table. The fact of the matter is this. (laughs) The body is dead. The spirit may reign within the body still, but... Okay, so we know her reasons, we know what she's after, we know what Strahd needs from her. That's really good stuff. Yes. 
if we can offer something else, something greater than what Strahd has. Or, Strahd, she also said she's making plans and that they're almost working. And pretty soon she'll have the city from the Baron. Mm -hmm. So there's something this cuckoo lady has in motion. And if we can stop it, maybe we can get these gods back. Do you think that whatever it is is already working on the Baron? Do you think it's actually that she's messing with his mind? That might be what those rituals are. Correct. I wonder if there's something that the Baron is inducing upon himself that is poisoning him. Winnie! Perhaps the food or the water and the rituals. How are you so fucking smart? (laughs) (laughs) You figured out who Vasily was? (laughs) You figured out these... I got nothing to say. (laughs) That makes me feel really good. But it is something to remember. Lady Walker's husband is gone. The spirit is in the body, but... So if the spirit the is pa- in the body, and the body can be revived, he's not gone. Kaz punches a wall. <laughs> dead things should stay dead. Yeah. Yeah. Here is my point. In my 528 years of life, I cannot even bring a body back from the dead. Not that far dead. That's a long time dead. And to do so would be an act of necromancy. Well, I've seen you dabble with the dark arts, Dragar. Which is why I recognize the magic which I see. Okay, this was a good step. If any of you bring me back from the dead, the first thing I'll do is punch you in the face. You don't want to be brought back from the dead? No! What if I can? What if you, like, just died? If I die, it will be because it was meant to happen. And if I die in battle, honorably, taking that away from me would be the worst thing you could do. Okay. But just to be clear, if she did it, you wouldn't really punch 11-year-old, would you? No, I'd punch you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it! Jerko puts a hand on Winnie's shoulder and just goes... Kalsa puts a halo on Kaz's shoulder and just goes. <laughs> that's actually, you know what? I don't really understand each other. I really want, I think that, that that's something I've been really wanting to know, actually. What? I've been really wanting to know this. Okay. This is a little spooky. Sad. Spooky? I've been really wanting to know what Irina would want. Mm. If anything happened to her. But I don't want to ask her because I don't want to scare her. But um, that's um, all that just to say that's good to know. <sighs> okay. Is there anything else we need to do tonight? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to send Irina a message. I'm going to let her know what I, what is Mark wants to say. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, you all let me drag you along this weird little journey of mine. Much appreciated. So I think I'm done for the night. Can we all stay in the same room? Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Last thing I can think of is whether or not we want to strong strong arm the Baron into releasing his guards. Maybe we can find out who the leader of the guards is and talk to them ourselves and 
relieve the Baron of his duties, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe if we know more about what's affecting his mind, we right. can better, like, we can just replace whatever is working on him. Right. It, it seems to me that there are a lot of traps, a lot of deception, there's a lot going on between the powers in this city. And, and I'd be a little cautious of forcing anything without knowing what those things are. Mm-hmm. I think we should, as far as the guard goes, if we need to go and do something, I think we just need to trust that people are going to believe that we're doing it for a good reason. And we just, we got to trust that people are going to be okay and that we're doing the right thing. We might have to leave here without putting the guard back in place. One thing we got to think about is not letting Lady Walker take control of the city. Yeah. Yeah. That's plenty to think about yeah. for the night. Yeah, I think I think that maybe we should maybe we should start thinking about like when that next ritual is going to be, and then in the meantime we have time to do something else. Do you think in the, Do you think in the morning maybe Von Ricking might know more about these going on if we tell him what we found out? I'm trying to remember y'all's conversation. Did y'all talk about that at all? We talked about. Lady Walker with him a while ago. Not when I just talked to him, and he just said that they did some dark summonings and stuff. But he else. didn't know. Did he know any specific? Was that all he knew? Okay. Okay. But we wouldn't know that necessarily. Okay. Okay. And then we always have going to Lake Bear Talk mm-hmm. and try and find Dimitri because I, I really want to do something nice for Danica and Erwin. I second that motion. I'd let the R. Our next step tomorrow. And we're not going to do anything about the guard. Me too. That sounds good to me. What do you think, Kaz? I don't know that there's much we can do here just right. Just yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the Baron has lost his mind. I don't know what Lady Wachter is going to do to try to take control from him. But... I also know that these rituals happen on the new moon. That gives us two weeks. Okay. Okay. Just some time. Maybe we can bring a family back together in the meantime. That would be a nice thing to do. Yeah. Well, it feels good having some clarity on our next steps. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. I'm going to just go into over this room over here, and I'm going to send a message to Irene really quick. Very well. Does have anything to say? I don't have a lot of words. Uh, Just as I said. I got some from you. But don't feel you need to use them all. I'm a little you, bit at a time. I want you to check in with her and make sure she's alright. Yeah. I'm not good at those things. I'll trust you to handle it. Okay. It's my fault as well. Just have her tell us if she's ever in trouble and needs us to come there quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I really wish. I really wish she could send me a message if she was in an emergency. I'm gonna think about that. We didn't. If, if you have, if you have three words to mm-hmm. spare, mm-hmm. practice your no two. Practice javelin. <laughs> that's a nice edit. Thank you. Very small, kids. 
Okay. Why waste time? Use many words. Also gives Kaz a hearty handshake. Okay, I'm going in. If we have we have a couple rooms, right? So I'm gonna pop over to the next room to send a message if anything in this room wants to happen. I don't want to like take the camera with me. <laughs> what message would you like to send? Okay. 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 Here we go. All right. I have two sendings left. Only think for a second. Okay, I'm gonna wing it. Ready? I would like to send a message to Irina. <laughs> Irina! Ismark is fretfully worried. He loves you dearly. He says, Give him hell! Kaz says, Practice javelin. Drogar says, Does Strahd's castle have guards? Find one. <laughs> Tell Drogar. I'm not sure. I am in the tourist town. I haven't seen much else. How are you, Irina? I made a friend. Trying to keep hope. Trying to do good. Trying not to get you hurt. I believe in you. What was the first thing you said? Do you remember? Um, I miss her and I made a friend. 
miss you too, little sister. We still have to have our girls now. If they are your friend, I shall guess they are kingly. <laughs> Take notes. Anything else for the night? Anybody? Drogar, um, Drogar's gonna wait for everybody to sort of settle down and, and head to sleep. Mm-hmm. You do so. And he's gonna head to the same room that when he was in. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna cast Spirit Guardians. And from Spirit Guardians, three Guardians appear. Mm-hmm. And they are in the form of three different people. Mm-hmm. One of them is Massius the Red, the dwarven paladin, stout with a long braided beard. <laughs> Chubby, just full of vigor. One is Venna Direfist, an elven cleric, holding a elaborate wand in one hand and a book in the other, with a long flowing robe. And the other is Terathil Viljevance, and he is clad in full plate, with a with a with a um, with a sleigh, and he carries in one shield. In uh, one arm, a shield with that looks like an open book with text on the outside of the shield. And on the other hand, he holds a long sword that looks like almost... Or, I'm sorry, he holds, a, he holds a mace that is almost identical to Philandrol. And Drogar has the images appear, and he just looks at them and he goes... I am lost, my friends. I am in a world in which I hold no power. I know not where to turn. And if I could, I would... He stutters. If I could, I would give everything to have you three return. to save my friends as though I was not enough to save you three and he looks to the spirits and just eyes each of them they circle about you 
conjured as spirits that cannot speak with you. But nonetheless, having summoned them, they float angelically in the air around you, all of them ready to defend you, your person. And you take some small comfort from that. They may be spirits of your creation, but they don't, they can't take this shape without their permission. And Drogar kind of looks at each of them and sees them kind of, you know, ready around him and he just kind of goes, a deep enough breath and he has he's, he chokes up and, and and his scaly eyes just kind of well a little bit <clears throat> and he just kind of turns and walks back to the room we're all staying in finding everyone asleep as you re-enter <clears throat> so he enters and he sees everybody kind of asleep. And he, uh... Where's Winnie sleeping? Where's she asleep? I'm like... We're curled up, like, at the foot of somebody's bed or something. Okay. Um, are there any spare beds? Is it like... We'll say you're in the big room with two beds. Okay. So, yeah. Callister wouldn't have taken the bed. He's, like, in a corner. Yeah. She yeah. turned this for like to them by the door. Yeah. Take a I was just gonna say, Kaz is like, you know, like a dog will lie. I don't want to compare myself to an animal, but you know, like a dog will sort of lie next to the door so yeah. that like they know when someone's coming or going. She's so sort of just like, so as you open the door, free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my you open, goodness! You open the door and just Kaz. Just, <laughs> Like slight conscious and then it completely passes out again. Yeah, she's yeah. Like clocks that it's running. So there's three people asleep by the door. Yeah. Two huge beds and Winnie just curled up in one of them. <laughs> I'd like to to imagine uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but like as I start to drift to sleep and fitfully because it's weird trying to sleep without Sasha, Sasha. not being yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I kind of imagine my mind may drift toward to hers and maybe I'll Ooh. get mm-hmm. a brief glimpse of what she sees uh, with this bond that we have. Hmm. Yeah, give me a wisdom check. Oh. Maybe what pot is Come on, come on. Oh, that's bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I got, Slide I got, back to you in case you want it. Yeah, okay. no, I'm just going to... It's not in the box, it doesn't count. Alright. Nice. I think that it's either a 15 or a 16. Wisdom saving throw, you said? Just a check, so just add oh, your okay. wisdom modifier. Wow, much better than I thought. 
17. So, yeah, so you can almost, as you lay down, you know, like, when you're walking through a familiar place, you, you like, reach your hand out expecting to have it come to rest on her, and so you kind of just, like, throw your hand out and, 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 and you overshoot a little bit, because you expect to find resistance where there is none. Mm. Um, and you sort of just, like, lie back and just kind of extend your consciousness out. Because you, you two do have a very, very powerful bond that you've developed over a very, very long time. And it's not as if you can conjure a vision. But you get the sense, if something was wrong, you think you would know. Okay. So you feel at peace. Mm -hmm. So that I'll kind of settle back a little bit and try to get some rest. Mm -hmm. So Drugar moves in and, and finds the empty bed and kind of faces the wall and just... Tries to sleep, but he, like, he just can't. For the first time in a long time, his mind is just racing. Anything else? Now I think we call it this. Yes. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Nice. And we'll yeah. pick up, you set out on the road, next session. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, my organ. Sounds like you need a dice trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice! <laughs> As a man who knows his wood, their walnut-top drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me walnuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's Kay, a resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to c4labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% discount code. He's <laughs> on your order. G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. C4 Labs. Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. So, you're up. What would you like to do? Yeah. Drugar, um... Drugar looks at Artemis and, um, and goes, Before we leave, we should check on the armor. Yeah, absolutely. Got that, uh, spell ready? Everyone ready? Is Kaz still snoring or? She'll, she'll wake up. Yeah. <laughs> As she slept in front of the door, so as we all try to leave, just. does that sweet thing where he just he leans down and does the gentlest of shakes. <laughs> because you're so gentle, she only jumps and does not punch you. <laughs> but her, her, her. Should I roll? <laughs> no, no, you, you don't need to. But her, her hands, you notice her hands do clench into fists as yeah. she, like, <clears throat> starts awake. But normally that would be like a. <laughs> yeah. Instead it's just a. Character growth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
She's leaps and bounds. <laughs> you guys want to go back to um, Vasily's house and check on Dharma? Is that what Dharma is now? Did you ever talk mm-hmm. to? I'm Did you ever talk to anyone about what you learned about Vasily? Yeah, we, we did. did. We, we did. talked to Janica. Yeah. yeah. She, she confirmed with us. She showed us like a. She showed us the yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank with you. the crest. Yep. yep, yep. So we haven't talked to anyone outside Elf. of yeah. Was it but her we asked to keep an eye on the armor? Yeah, where did Who? the end of Well, we kept her to keep an eye on the house. Right. So make sure nobody goes into but it. Where's make the sure, armor? You know, let's know if anything. Can we like down. stuff it into the fireplace? <laughs> we oh hit it really well in the fire. Oh my god. About as well as. Put it in the fire. Oh my god, we got No one could have found it. Listen, I don't know about you, DM, but we hid that in the yeah. fireplace. No. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we yeah. Winnie's clean the floor afterwards. Anybody walking in would say, streets. wow, what a shiny metallic fire. <laughs> Winnie's sitting the on the floor. edge of the bed, like, kicking her legs, like, holding Tally Ho in her lap. She's got her bag on, and she's like, ready to go. She's ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> Someone's excited for our next we adventure. We gotta go. I'm worried about Pasha. We gotta go. What are we doing before we leave? We need to get Desi. Yes, and I would like to check on the armor that we found in the house of Vasily. Okay. But I do not need you there for that. Well, I don't want to split up anymore. <laughs> Ever again. So let's go. Very well. Okay, and then are we picking up Pasha before we go? Of course. Do we know where he is? Don't he send me a message? I don't know where he is right now, but you're not little one. I think he's all right. You Sasha. have an inside man. I do. Okay. Or an inside woman, if you will. I know she does just that. Perhaps our friend here could check in with Sasha. I'm not the inside woman he's talking about. That's the inside woman! (laughs) Come on! (laughs) (laughs) Our apologies. We're we're talking about Sasha, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so while uh, they're all doing this, Callister's in the back alley and he's singing a couple of prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also studying his lessons uh, for Spare the Dying. Great. Mm. How many hours? Mm. I'm like, you're not going to have a ton of time because you were up late. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to have a, a long rest, I'm going to say you're not going to have a ton of time for it. I would say I got an hour in. Heading back down through the blue water, mm-hmm. coming down to the landing, uh, you see Ismark setting up the barn uh, for uh, for opening. No one else is down there. You do not see Danica, but you do see uh, Rick Tavio carrying his uh, uh, coming out from the back kitchen, carrying his customary uh, couple of steaks. The charcuterie, <laughs> yeah, the charcuterie board. His <laughs> couple of steaks, yeah. raw steaks, yes, raw steaks and some apples. Presumably for uh, for uh, Blinsky, right? That's what, did, where he takes what did he admit to me? He admitted something, but not everything. Oh, he, uh, yeah, you guys yeah. had a conversation. Uh, yeah, he said that if you ever wanted to accompany him to the stockyard, he would let you in on, on, on another little secret. Oh, mm. just you? I, I, well, I just re- Artemis talked to him. I relayed the conversation to everyone, though. Okay, you did let us know. But did, did Rictavio mean just Artemis? Unclear? That might be up to Artemis to figure out. Uh, So coming downstairs, uh, he smiles brightly at you all uh, coming down. Uh, Off again so soon, are we? That we are. It looks like you're off, too. And, you know, a barge 
work is never finished. Quite Hero and heroes neither, it turns out. Mm -hmm. Quite hungry this morning, are we, Savio? Well, you know, got to keep on uh, trying to keep up my uh, physical robustness. You see. <laughs> um, Callister is not with the party. He's been follow. He's been keeping a distance behind them, and he sees Rictavio, and Callister takes to the roof. Okay. He's doing a little scouting. Hey, where's the uh, grumpy one? He's off being grumpy somewhere. Sometimes Who, he sleeps outside in the alley. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, sleeping in an alley. Well, I'm none too shy of that myself. Where are you going, Riptide? Oh, me? Well, I'm going to feed my horse and then off to see my buddy Belinsky. As is my morning routine. You need a hand with those sticks, buddy? Well, it's a rather foggy, rainy morning if you all want to accompany for your brisk walk, though I don't want to hold you from your business. I think we got time for someone such as yourself. Right out then. Shall we walk? We shall. Very well. Follow me. Everyone following you? Mm -hmm. Calcer follows from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. Keeping to the rooftops? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to stay hidden? Mm -hmm. Let me sell check. You got it, boy. <gasps> oh, I'm going to use my phone. Dude, darling. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, wait, I got, got a video. I got right? two, I got two oh. 20s. Oh, what? Two oh. 20s. I'm loaded up. Oh. oh, my gosh, yeah. Which, I'm which one? Uh, due to, well, here's how about this. Due to the uh, heavy rain and obscuring fog, roll that stealth check with advantage. <gasps> oh. <laughs> now you're just right. in a bowl. All right. These, oh, right, yeah, we need to get to the track. These are the new dive from Cozy, and I'm Last taking them with on their first water. spin. Come on, baby. <laughs> no! with demon blood. Right? Wow. That's that's the next thing. Wow. Yeah. So I, I got I got a sixteen. Hey, that's not oh, bad. You still got a sixteen off that. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Middling roll. Oh no! Oh, oh dear! It's you! It's oh no! You. She took a train. Kevin said, "Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby." Keep that away from me. I don't want that energy in my box. Keep that energy away from my box. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, what sixteen you said? It was me all along. <laughs> oh my oh, boy. goodness gracious! Oh, well, that's not bad off those rows. Okay. Uh, sixteen you said. Uh, whoop! Uh-oh. As you walk along the road. <laughs> Out for your uh, morning constitutional there, Callister. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Drogar looks up and goes, Oh, you're so simple, Drogar. Why don't you come down and hang out with us? Why, why don't you come up here and hang out with me? I am, God, the, I am the smallest. <laughs> I am never, ever. It's nearly three stories up, Callister. <sighs> We're going to go do some stuff with Rictavio before we hit the road. You come uh, down. All right, I'll, I'll be right down. Right. And, um, I scramble down the roof. Let's see how. You leap off like the Princess Bride. I, I catch you, I care. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are we oh. living in personal fantasy over here? <laughs> um, I got a 21. On what? 
On acrobatics, let's scramble down the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a good roll! You got it! You got it! <laughs> With the graceful dexterity of a puma, you leap from the rooftop. <laughs> That's right. Wait, you surprised right. the DM with your own rolls. That's yeah, right. right. I'm, oh I'm the best sneaker That's you've ever me. seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's me. It's just like, you ever see someone throw a sneaker off a roof? <laughs> That's what it looks I'm like. I'm the best <laughs> sneaker. You just see an Air Jordan fly through oh, yeah. the air. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and so you land gracefully, uh, squelching down into the mud of the, of the street. Uh, and what, a fan, what a fantastic display of New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody take a D4. You, uh, man, you, you just did it, Alistair. <laughs> That's three for me. Um, <laughs> Four. <laughs> nice. I can roll high on those. Max damage. All right. Uh, you land. Uh, Rick says, very nice. Shall we? We shall. And you carry on down the road. Uh, first, true to his word, he does go around the back uh, and uh, gives a couple of uh, the two apples to a horse in the stables, uh, where I assume you are also bunking Desdemona when uh, in town. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Desi. Thank you, Desi. Uh, then, uh, leaving the stables behind, you carry on down the street to the far eastern side of the city. Uh, and you come upon... Yes, sir. Do we pass the house on the way? Vasily's townhouse? Yes. No, no, I don't no. think so. Different direction. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Just check. Uh, Vasily's townhouse would be farther south. Okay. Um, that's the nice part of Sorry. the lucky. No, you're good. Just trying to kill two birds. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, going to the eastern part of the city, you come to this... Uh, a uh, the, the buildings fall away, and there's just a long uh, expanse of... Uh, simple wooden fence. It's sort of patchily uh, put together. You know, the boards are all different lengths. Um, until eventually you come to sort of, you know, like how, um, like on a ranch, there's just the one board across two poles that, you know, mm -hmm. sign up and name. It says Arasek Courtyard. Uh, and making your way in, uh, uh, you follow Rictavio past the front gate and into the courtyard, which is just, it's sort of like a, it's basically a junkyard. There's like piles and piles of discarded items, uh, 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 parts of parts of wagons, uh, some like scattered uh, pieces of uh, uh, lumber and wood. Uh, there's just sort of sheets of metal in some parts. There's these big piles of what seem to just be like discarded uh, household items, tea kettles, uh, broken chairs, etc., etc. It's basically like a, it's like a big pawn shop, kind of, uh, slash junkyard. Uh, uh, there are two individuals, a man and a woman, sat at a desk, and they sort of give a curious look seeing you come forward until Rictavio gives them a small wave, and then they sit back down in, uh, uh, sit back down just giving him a nod. And he moves deeper and deeper into the starkyard, into the junkyard, past piles of detritus and uh, discarded items. Can I get the name of that? Okay. Arasek, uh, A-R-A-S-E-C-K, stockyard. Moving deeper and deeper in between the piles. Uh, it begins to look like uh, the room of requirement, and it's that place to hide things, you know? Yeah. 
and you move and you're navigating between stacks of, of, of items until finally you come to a small clearing hidden from the, uh, the outside view. Uh, you come to a wagon. Very similar to the ones that the Vistani drove. Well, if I would have known you were going to take us here, I wouldn't have went up on the roof. <laughs> well, you know, far be it for me to take a simple pleasures away from a man. All right. <laughs> 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 well, we talked about being more open and honest with each other. Disclosure, if you will. I spoke with Artemis the other night. This, just take it as another extension of that gesture. But, uh, mind your hands. Mind my hands? Aye, uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, don't make any sudden movements. Oh. Uh, also, don't run. Oh. Whatever you do, that'll only make him angry. Um, detect good and evil. Okay. I think that's just 60 foot radius. Detect evil and good. That's just like, uh, fairy fiend, uh, undead, celestial aberration. Uh, yes. What is that like for you? Uh, Drogar looks and, and it's almost as if, um, his eyes glow, glow white it for a, a flicker, and it's almost like infrared vision. So he looks and pings, like his, his vision goes black, and then he just sees like like sonar, like visual sonar, like what radiates off of things that are evil or good. You extend your consciousness outward and find nothing except the scattered items around you. You do not detect. Coming from the wagon or otherwise. Mm, a little bit of Callister. Well, actually, yeah, a little, just a faint pain. <laughs> I'd like to just look at him and go. Have you shown it today? <laughs> you know I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Uh, <laughs> Rudolph, what are we dealing with? Well,. I'd love to try to take the time to explain, but I think it would be easier just to show you. I think we've seen enough that if you just give us a heads up, we'll take you at your word. My friends, have I not done everything within my power to try to earn your trust? I mean, you are still disguised, mate. Oh, good point. Didn't care for that much. He takes the feathered cap off, revealing himself again to be the well-dressed, uh, uh, be spectacled Rudolf Van Richten. Now what happens if you take those glasses off? I can't see. <laughs> ah. I love him. <laughs> I have to tell you, I really hate the other guy. <laughs> I have found it helpful to be somewhat annoying, so people don't pay much attention to you. Oh. Mm. I've never thought of it. I'm gonna use that one later. <laughs> oh, you are already quite the master of this. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with you. A bombed jest. But please, <laughs> let us continue to what I have brought you here for, yes? And he walks towards the wagon, uh, uh, pulling uh, as he uh, pulling as he does uh, his walking cane, like sort of flipping it up into the air, grabbing it in the middle. 
Um, and as he walks to the wagon, he begins to draw it along the outside as he moves towards the back end of it. Uh, making a, it, and it makes sort of a nice clanking sound as the, the, the metal head of the cane bonks off the wood of the wagon. And as he does so, it begins to shudder <laughs> back and forth pretty violently, uh, almost coming off of the wheels, wiggling back and forth. Uh, and he moves around to the back side of the wagon where a heavy metal padlock sits. And he takes a, uh, a key on a chain from around his neck and deftly with one hand, the other hand holding a plate of steaks, undoes it. And it drops to the floor, the ground with a heavy thud. And he puts a hand on the back door. And he says, All right now, these ones are for meeting, not eating. Well, Drogar slowly pulls his mace. I would not recommend this. Drogar slowly puts his mace back. <laughs> and, and I'd also hold on the whole person, too. Drogar puts his spellbook on <laughs> Rudolph backs away, and the sort of back door of the wagon swings open. And uh, a sort of, as if uh, like mechanically powered, a ramp works its way out of the back of the wagon and uh, comes to rest, making a nice incline up from the ground to the back of the wagon. And plodding its way on all fours with heavy, padded footsteps coming out of the back of a wagon is a saber-toothed tiger <gasps> in full plate armor. <laughs> he sort of... Uh, he takes a few steps forward and then pauses midway down the ramp, turning his huge head to level his sharp eyes and sort of just in like uh, sort of inspects the air, uh, uh, moving his huge head. You know, the, the, the fangs are like a foot long coming down out of his mouth. Uh, and he just sort of sniffs in each of your direction. Uh, Drogar pulls out a notebook and starts taking <laughs> he then uh, turns his head back towards Rudolph, who takes one of the stakes and throws it up into the air, and with a grace and speed you would not have thought possible from an animal so large and wearing full plate armor, it leaps off the ramp, catches the stake out of midair, lands on the ground, and sort of does a circle one direction, and then does a circle in the other direction, and then lays down and begins eating the, the raw stake. My friends, meet Teef. 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 He's got, she's got sharp teeth. Is it because he has big teeth? That is precisely right. <laughs> <laughs> I take that my tally ho. <laughs> I'm just oh, I'm delighted by his teeth. Yes, they are very strong, powerful things. Oh my god! Where did you find him? Where did you meet him? We have been friends for a very, very long time. <laughs> Friends and, shall we say, uh, business associates, if is you take my meaning. I do kind of think I take your meaning. Is he teeth and also a guy? Oh, no. No? Well, handsome as he is, he is, unlike me, is as he appears. He's never a guy? No, just a very handsome kid. Wow. Origin, I've only ever seen one other. I thought they were all hunted out. Most of them have been. They're very rare these days. 
and I was fortunate enough to have been across him as a little baby. Wow! Was Where? Well, <clears throat> when I say very rare, what I mean is uh, the only way to come by them is by unscrupulous means, shall we say. Why do you have them in the city? For the same reasons that I am here. To kill vampires. <gasps> Why? You're going to feed straw to that cat. <laughs> if I give him the chance. Alright, I gotta Can be I, there to wow. see that. <laughs> Can I do an arcana check on him? Like on the armor? Is it silver? Is it. <clears throat> is it cold iron? Like, is there something, you know, is he like. And while this conversation's going on, Artemis is 15 kinda, like, ignoring the conversation and just mesmerized by this yeah. guy. And it's just like keeping his distance because it's eating, but just like waiting for it to kind of acknowledge him. Uh, 15? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem magical in any way. But it seems like it, but even from a distance you can tell that it was very specifically crafted to fit this beast. Mm-hmm. Did you, where did you get this armor? Did you make this armor? For Teeth? Well, not me specifically, but it was made for him. Very oh. specifically, Winnie. Really. As you can see it. I know, but how do you even get armor like that? Well, not easily, I'll tell you that much. And I'm sure it's not cheap, either. Now, is there any reason why you have him to kill vampires, or anything special or magical he does to help kill vampires? Well, have you seen those teeth? This big teeth, is that it, though? You just rip them apart with the teeth. He's very practiced. Hmm. Artemis, inching uh, slowly towards the enormous animal, He finishes one of the stakes and raises his massive head up towards you. And like apex predators that you've observed in the wild before, he has that same cold but not cruel soul. He has instilled in him the confidence of being top of the food chain for hundreds of thousands of years. Mm. And so when you approach him, he's not afraid. He knows. You're not a threat to him. And he just watches you approach. What would you like to do? Just kind of, <clears throat> like, make eye contact with him and just, like, extend my hand for him to sniff. And just approach very slowly. And then we'll handle it, Jeff. Guidance. Oh. <laughs> some D4, Jeff. <laughs> oh, no. Take the D4, you're going to need it. <laughs> I think that's a nine. Uh, let me, a let me, nine? Yeah, let, let me double check that. Oh boy. That's <laughs> not a good roll. <laughs> wait, wait. That's eleven. Eleven? Eleven. Eleven. Oh god. Uh, so you approach, and you see him, he becomes, he just sits stock still, unmoving. You could mistake him for a statue, how still he manages to rest. Uh, Until, but you notice the light in his eyes too quick. Before you can even really have an idea of what's happening, 
he has launched himself 20 feet through the air and extends his paws out, one landing on each of your shoulders, and he just, boom, slams you into the ground. Uh, uh, and you just feel his weight pressing down upon you. Uh, but uh, Rudolph turns and says, No, it's just a little joke he likes to play. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dragon's like, doesn't look like a joke to me! Uh, and he takes one, lo- his enormous sandpapery tongue and rakes it across <laughs> the side of your face. <laughs> <laughs> and it like, leaves you really raw and uh, a little raw and pink uh, as he comes away with it. I'll give him like a little pat and go, oh, thank you, friend. Nice to meet you. Yeah, well, he's a, a very adventurous, playful soul, I, I, I assure you. <laughs> you don't seem too convinced. Uh, he then uh, does another circle on top of you one way and then another way, and then lays down on top of you. It's a whole thing the whole way. So you're, so you're like pinned to the ground underneath him. Uh, Tea! Can you move over a little, buddy? Oh, yeah, Sneffy, you were. And uh, Rudolph takes the other stake and throws it, and he, like, lifts up off of you and catches it out of the air. <sighs> well, that was fun. This is wild. I'm so glad we met you. Hey, Rudolph, we're going to Lake Bear Talk. Do you know of anything that might spook us over there? Lake Bear Talk, you said? Mm-hmm. So that would be over in the direction of Kresk. Oh, yeah. The ruins of Kresk. Berez are the ruins. Kresk is the city. You have not been there yet, but it's the farthest west city in the valley. Uh, yes. Lake Beratot lies between here and Kresk. I would be careful. The closer you get to Kresk, the more wolves you are, you, are, you, are, uh, you may run into. Just be very on the well. Is Chris a place that bottled lasagna? Bottle no, lasagna. that's different. <laughs> bottled lasagna lives in the ruins of Perez. Yes. But Chris, we did, we passed like a sign toward Perez. I'm sorry, Kresk. did you say bottled lasagna? <laughs> Actually, it makes me feel better when you call her bottled lasagna, because I'm a real spooked. <laughs> I prefer that name. Very well, it is canon bottled lasagna. <laughs> and just to we should try calling her that to her face. Yeah. And Chris, what's over there? Chris, mm-hmm. very, very uh, heavily fortified walled city, uh, home to the uh, Abbot of Saint Marcovia. Uh, my understanding is it was out of commission for many years, but recently uh, some being or other calling himself the Abbot has moved in. Really. Out of nowhere. So they say. I have not been inside myself. They are very uh, uh, tight-knit, closed community. Okay, listen. I'm having a thought here, Rudy. What did you call me? Rudy? Is that okay to say? Give me an insight check. Guidance. I didn't notice anything. Eight? No, wait. So it's not me. (laughs) Well. It's it's everyone. It's still my (laughs) video. Oh, 15. 15? Yeah. Oh, that changed. Very insightful. (laughs) Why? That was a shit roll, too. Yeah, it was perfect. Something happens to him. He looks like he just got 
he, he looks like he just got shot for a second. Like, you can see, like, his, his demeanor falls away, and he, he recovers pretty quickly. Uh, he, he, he sort of catches himself pretty quickly, but you, you, you hit something. And he says, uh, yeah, but, uh, by all means, please ask, ask about it. Um, I'm just wondering if maybe... Okay, okay, first question. When did Vasily get here? When did Vasily get to Balaki? We talked to him about some... Did we not? We didn't talk to him? We went to the armor after that? Wait. I don't think we talked to Rudolph about it. Yeah, I don't think we... I, I don't remember. I think you only talked to Rudolph about it. Okay. I think that's right. Yes, because we met... Okay. Because we met Rudolph on our D&D road trip. Yes. Correct. So Rudolph yes. was we before the armor we found that out same about morning. Yep. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering if... The abbot. I'm just wondering if the abbot is maybe just strut in disguise trying to take on over another city. Well, anything is possible, I suppose. But if that was his goal, I don't know why he would have waited until just recently. When did Vasily come into Bolaki? Vasily? Uh huh. I don't know. He'd been here before I arrived. Okay. But the abbot just got there. How okay. long have you been in for a year? Me? Yeah. Well, it was past seven years, I think. It's sort of hard to tell. Seven years? And you had this cat with you the whole time? Oh, yes. And he still never got a snack in that castle? He's gotten plenty of exercise. Don't you worry. Oh, all right. You mean to tell me that Vasily was inside the town before you arrived seven years ago? Yes, that's correct. He's been here for a, he's a sort of a staple of this town, is my understanding. Callister looks at Winnie. Von Rutten, I hate to break it. Wait! Callister looks at Winnie, and he's like, should we tell him what we know about Vasily? And I look at you, and then I go... You guys are like baseball signs, like, should we tell him? <laughs> is something wrong? Oh, Seems Vasily's gone missing and we've been looking for him. Ah, no, listen. <laughs> We're trying to be more honest with each other, yeah. Vasily is just strawed in disguise. We figured it out. What? There's nobody living in Vasily's house. There has never been anybody living in that house. We figured it out because we went into that house and there was nobody there, and then a suit of armor came to life and struck Drogar with lightning, and we talked to Danica, and it turns out the dead suit of armor is Strahd's suit of armor. And, might I add, it's because of Vasily that we run here to protect the town and the church burned down. He sent us off on a wild goose chase for these bones, set us up to get z jumped by zombies. And it worked. Yeah. He's too blinded trying to find the bones of St. Andrews. You were blind. I have been here for seven years, and I know. Well, you didn't have Winnie for seven years. She's the one that figured it out. She's a very bright young girl. She's made me look like a fool, and I'm 528 years old. Well, <clears throat> it's very fortunate you are all here now, isn't it? You're okay. Hmm? It's not your responsibility to figure everything out. 
Whoever responsible. It's whoever's responsibility decides to pick it up. And then we picked up this one. Yeah. You are no longer alone, Robert. I fear that you have carried the mantle for far too long. Let us aid you. <clears throat> and here I thought I was to be the one taking care of you and aiding you on your journey. <laughs> Forgive me, Francis. This is a dark and stormy morning. Well, I think we have lingered here long enough. I'm sure you have business to be about this day. Thanks for introducing us to Tiffany. You are most welcome. I wish a professional opinion. With the recent events, now knowing that Vasily had been planning the assault on the church here in Balaki. Troubling news indeed. Would it not reason to believe that he would then move to the next stronghold? Well, he has not destroyed Balaki yet. ruminate on this. Thank you, my friends. Mm -hmm. Is there anything over the way I can be of service to you? Um, just in case. Hmm. Never mind. Never mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure? never mind. Yes, I'm uh, sure. I should bid you a Turn our bows. He returns in kind. Goodbye, Teeth! Critical Fail DM Strodcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The podcast is edited and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. To tide you over between episodes, check us out on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Etsy, and Twitter at Critical Fail DM. That's Critical F A Y L E DM. Our patrons fly now? They fly now. Folks like Rachel, Islin McLaren, Franny Lanny, Elizabeth Contreras, and Jonathan Freeman. If you like what we do here and want to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. Or check out our merch on our Etsy store. If you aren't quite ready to support us financially, that's okay. Rating and leaving a review on our Apple podcast, subscribing to our YouTube, or following us on Twitch are all great ways to help us out. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. <laughs>